Welcome to Refirement Life, the podcast for anyone navigating life transitions or planning to make life transitions to ensure your next years are your best years. Listen in for insightful, generous, and sometimes humorous conversation. It's time to get fired up with Christine Zamuda and Muge Wood, your hosts for this latest episode of Refirement Life. Hello, everyone. Uh, I am here today kicking off our 20th episode with my co-host and dear friend, Christine Zamuda. Uh, Today's episode actually is going to focus on a fun and interesting topic, and that is around the phenomena surrounding Barbie movie. Uh, I think you may chuckle and say, how can you have an episode on Barbie? But the fact is, and it's still unfolding, um, this particular movie franchise that spends multiple storylines, locations, characters, um, is uh, maybe dismissed as a plastic doll movie. However, um, it has tons of valuable life lessons and reflections if you are willing to look uh, through the multi-layered storyline, which we want to dive into and and really talk about um, what it is about, what is underneath the storyline, the female experience, the male experience, the continuous tension between the two, um, and uh, what is the movie telling us? Uh, What what is really astounding, I think, on many levels is the uh, director, Greta Gerwig, um, has become the highest uh, grossing solo female uh, producer, Uh, and the movie so far already hit a billion dollar mark. So we are looking forward to diving in um, to what we think the movie is trying to tell us and what we can learn from it. Now, before we dive into the uh, world of Barbie, uh, we would like to share with you also a surprise that we have been uh, planning since our last episode, uh, which we think is going to be refiring all of us up. So, Christine, what, what, what is the surprise? Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm excited about this. Uh, something that we had talked about when we first started this podcast was also giving uh, our listeners and us as individuals the opportunity to, to do some travel. So we are actually planning an offsite to do a little bit of um, fun, reflection, and adventures in Costa Rica, which is an eco-friendly place to experience. Uh, I have never personally been there, but have heard so many wonderful things about uh, traveling there and what you can do. Lots of variety. And uh, we're trying to plan a likely four, maybe five day event where folks have the flexibility to do things with the group have the opportunity to do things on their own. And we really, uh, Muge and I are, are trying to design <clears throat> an event that we would like to attend and and not be, um, you know, sometimes you go to these events and you feel like you're held hostage. We think there's a lot of opportunity in the uh, white spaces to connect with people who are kind of like-minded and uh, have the ability to learn from each other. 
Fantastic. I am so looking forward to it. And I think uh, half the fund will be um, planning and preparing for it. Uh, us as well as uh, uh, our followers and subscribers and speakers who are interested in joining us in this retreat. Um, it is not going to be one where we are in a conference room with um, easels and, uh, you know, locked away with a knowledge check in the end. It's going to be exactly. a combination <laughs> of uh, fun adventures, um, optional, big selection. And uh, I think um, it's, uh, we are hoping it becomes an inspirational tradition for us to um, uh, do going forward. So very much looking forward to it. And I wanted to give uh, you guys a heads up uh, because we are so excited about it. So yes. now back to our uh, Barbie movie. So Christine, you have seen the movie. Uh, what do you think? What 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 made you um, you know excited about it or or any initial impressions? Yeah, yeah. Well, I th I think going into it, it was the novelty of well, how do they they make Barbie actually traverse the modern world? What does that look like? And you know, as a kid, I I certainly definitely played with Barbie dolls and spent some time with my sisters, you know, inventing our own little world with these, you know, toys. And I have to admit, as an adult, I was probably drawn more to it by Ryan Gosling being <laughs> in the movie. And I didn't read much about it, but it was like this huge pulp culture phenomenon. Um, heard, you know, rumors like just creating the movie caused a global shortage in pink paint. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Which is wild. <laughs> And then, you know, of course, um, Greta Gerwig also did Lady Bird. I was a big fan of that movie and thought, wow, well, how was she going to tackle this subject that, um, you know, could either be a huge flop or it could be a huge success? And it looks like right now it's kind of a huge success. Yes, very much so. It, I, I think uh, we didn't know probably exactly what to expect. And uh, I think several of uh, people I know, myself included, we thought this is easy summer fun, something lighthearted. Uh, you wear something pink, a little sparkle on, you go have a good time with your pink drink, which we have done. Actually, I've done it twice now. I may even do a third <laughs> time. It's just turning into a, a weekly activity at this point. But then you go see the movie. There is so much much uh, meaning under it in terms of how it depicts um, the extreme um, ways of uh, female and male experience and the interactions and the dynamics of relationships coming to play. Right, right. So, and you you saw it twice. So you saw it once with your girlfriends and once with your husband. Yes. Tell me about the differences in those experiences. Yeah, so, you know, it was very interesting, and I'm going to give a lot of credit to my husband agreeing to go with me. I I, I said, you know, I'll buy you a couple beers if you go. Um, so, um, but he was laughing so hard, and uh, part, you know, part of the time uh, in the Barbie land, where every day is the best day, and the Barbies rule, um, every day is a girl's night. And uh, cans don't get much attention and they don't even have a place to live. They live on the beach. And uh, and my husband kept saying, that's not right. Every night is a girl's night and Ken doesn't even have a place to live. And then they go to the real world and it's kind of reversed, more patriarchal. So um, so it was, it, you know, actually sparked a really good conversation between me and my husband on 
where the ideal or optimum state is. Um, it doesn't seem to be Barbie land where um, every day is a great day and the cans are accessory. And then the real world, it, it's almost sometimes is the reverse. It, it, and, you know, the, the optimum point of coexistence, where is that? Mm -hmm. um, and then with my girlfriends, um, it was a little bit different conversation around um, how our lives evolve. Um, we grow as we age um, and uh, the notion of friendship um, and the support that we can get from that to help us carry through some more difficult times uh, lightheartedly with humor, with fun, with support. Um, so um, it was it was awesome. I, I just could not believe, honestly how deep this movie was under yeah. the disguise of a plastic doll right right yeah I mean there's lots of themes running throughout it when you when you think of it and now <clears throat> there's actually a little bit of bashing on the movie because a couple things that I read recently is there was a targeting of the Rotten Tomatoes score to basically bring it down in a way that um, I guess people can vote. And then there's this voting process of also looking at um, verified people who have seen it. And there was a huge disconnect. There was like people just voting poorly on, on the mm -hmm, show, mm -hmm. dropping it like 20 points. It was significant. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and then, you know, I, I heard from my own husband actually just two days ago, he goes, what is up with this Barbie movie, which he hasn't seen? He goes, is this just another male bashing movie? I'm like, mm -hmm, no, mm -hmm. it's not that at all. And and right. I think for the guys, you have to be super open-minded to go mm -hmm. and, yes. and see it, right? Yes, yes, very much so. And, and quite frankly, for me, it was really eye opening because it cleared up a bit of the controversy um, that surrounds Barbie which mm -hmm. is that it has the super uh, unrealistic proportions. Um, it ideal idealizes um, the uh, optimum view of a female. It, it may uh, inspire unhealthy body image and eating habits. But mm -hmm. then you look, they took all of that on and they said, look, you know, that's the stereotypical Barbie, but, but there are so many other Barbies. Uh, the president Barbie, the astronaut, the businesswoman, the, you know, all the different kinds and, and how they come together to support one another. And then, you know, I get a chuckle out of this one, too. If you look at uh, Barbie, stereotypical Barbie proportions in real life, I mean, that simply cannot exist. That would have to be a seven feet tall um, human <laughs> being with like a 20 inch waist. So obviously, you know, it's not about that. But, you know, it kind of cleared it for me because, you know, I don't appreciate the idea of a doll potentially inspiring unhealthy body image and aspiring to these unrealistic, um, you know, swimming suit body type kind of thing. And it may have done that at some point in the past. Um, but, you know, I give uh, credit to Mattel for um, telling that story um, from different perspectives with, exactly. with a good dose of humor. Yeah. 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 Actually, in, in reading up on Ruth Handler, the creator, original creator of Barbie, the reason why she went forth to develop the toy itself was that her own daughter was playing with um, with paper dolls and mm -hmm. the paper doll outfits. They had no careers. It was just another dress, another party dress. And um, she ended up going on a trip to Germany and actually found the, a Barbie prototype doll which was those proportions so she wasn't really I guess 
thinking intentionally about how the doll should look, only that they needed variety. And my sense is just from reading the story of how she discovered it, she's like, oh, this doll would work. It's three, you know, three dimensional. And now let's get it some outfits. Let's get it some careers. Let's get it like doing something other than just putting on dresses. Yeah, it's it's pretty fascinating. I mean, those are so many points that make you think. And when the movie starts, uh, how this started, I mean, it's essentially the transformation of dolls, uh, mm-hmm. where it, prior to Barbie, it was always about baby dolls, right? Mm-hmm. Baby dolls, you are pushing the baby doll in the stroller, you are taking care of the baby, you know, all those are babies. Um, so with, with Barbie, it brought the more um, of a... Um, you know, grown up doll where mm-hmm. you could dress up and it can be multiple different characters over time. So it's, it's completely transformational. But then that also sparked curiosity for me uh, on Ruth Handler, the creator um, of, of Barbie, which, um, you know, amazing vision. Uh, it's not easy to have an iconic doll that's sold a billion times and still selling and evolving. Um but, you know, she also um, uh, was a breast cancer survivor. I read about about her. And she also transformed um, the notion of survival after breast cancer and, and how you, um, you know, uh, work with recovery. Um, and she started a company called Nearly Me um, to help with breast cancer survivors, prosthesis, and, um, uh, you know, create a revolution around that. And she went as far as working with First Lady Ben. Ford um, to try on some of the uh, revolutionary prosthesis um, accessories uh, after breast cancer recovery. So, I mean, I think it's just very fascinating to see this person um, who had vision on multiple fronts and also was far from perfect, the human mm-hmm. condition. She and some Mattel executives were indicted for some securities fraud at some point, so recovered from that as well. Um, so pretty, pretty fascinating story. Pretty fascinating right, story. Right. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if they do a movie just on her life after that. Right. I mean, it seems right. like there's lots more to tell there. Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. Um, so um, what else, Christine, came to your mind uh, uh, as you reflected on this uh, on this movie? Well, well, let's think about some of the other characters, like Weird Barbie. It's <laughs> Weird Barbie the best yes. because everyone has had a weird Barbie. Either either you didn't take care of it well or your little brother got at it, chopped its hair off, colored its face. Yes, yes. And just <laughs> and, <splits. laughs> and then you see, I mean, even Weird Barbie has some amazing redeeming characters characteristics right she's obviously by the looks of her been through some serious trauma yet from i always say this from difficult experiences there are so many great gifts and she becomes almost a sherpa to to barbie to go into the next challenge and the next uh the real world right she gives her some really good advice Yes, yes, that was uh, that was very um, 
that was actually inspirational mm-hmm. um, because she did become the bit of a leader uh, to help them work through the crisis uh, in the in the Barbie land. Um, yes. So, and I um, wonder if Birkenstocks, the sale of Birkenstocks, is going to yes, uh, yes, to skyrocket yes. as a result of her guidance. <laughs> yes, exactly. The pink, the especially the pink Birkenstocks. So you know, uh, I normally can't remember movie lines very much, um, but this one stayed with me uh, granted it's still new uh where the mattel ceo in the movie he says uh you know um this is all about barbie nobody cares about ken ken is uh ken is an accessory so um <laughs> at the same time ken and the kens uh have a fundamental role in this story and in life. <laughs> so uh, what do you think about um, Ken and all the Kens in the movie? Yeah, well, I think, and that is a nuance, right? If you look at the beginning of the movie, when Ken's in the picture, it's Barbie and Ken, right? They, that's how they introduce the characters. Yet at the end of the movie, it's this is Barbie and this is Ken. Right. Meaning they stand on their own. They they are individuals. <laughs> and I think um, Ken in a lot of ways stole the show. Right. In certain scenes, I think he really um, uh, just came came forward as someone who was discovering a little bit more about himself <laughs> and, you know, came out of it better at the end of the movie than he was in the beginning. Right, right. I think, uh, uh, you know, it's a lot of reflection both on the Barbies and the Kens in terms of their identity, uh, how they're expressing themselves. Um, and uh, when um, they are faced with profound change, um, how to handle that. Um, and uh, I think it's symbolic of a lot of things we go through in real life where um, we do deal with stereotypes. Um, we impose those stereotypes sometimes on ourselves um, and how the world views us, um, either um, social construct, um, maybe sometimes self-doubt. Um, uh, I, I think the movie uh, does a great job of, on multiple fronts, encouraging us to look beyond the stereotypes um, and embrace the individual differences and the strength and determination we can find in one another um, to take on big challenges. Um, And that seems like a lot of heavy stuff. um, But at the same time, that's that's was very clear in the movie. That's what, you know, came up, came out. And uh, that's what we face in real life so much. The the stereotype, what it implies and um, the sheer determination it takes to break out of that box. And there was literally a box in the movie. They tried to put Barbie <laughs> back in the box because she, right. was, she was venturing too much in the real world, dispelling the myth of perfection. Um, so it was, uh, it, you know, it made me think a lot on those fronts as well. Yeah, yeah. I think the other interesting thing, and now there's a lot of, not a lot, but there is some controversy about how it's portrayed is, is the board of Mattel being, it was all white men, you know, 10 yes. white men in the movie. Yes. Yet I think in real life, the board is like four women and five men. But, you know, they're like, the haters are saying, well, that wasn't accurate. That's not exactly how it is today. But at the same time, it was like, if 
if you've been a working woman for as many years as Ruth Handler and, you know, others who have been in the workforce and have seen that it's really only been in recent years that we see more women in leadership positions. And that was really pretty accurate. And that's okay. Yes. I think it's a movie, right? Um, it's a movie about Barbie living in the real world. Like not everything has to be hundred percent fact based. Uh, but I, I just think it's interesting how some people gravitate towards something that's negative when that's, you know, that's not something that I would necessarily hang my hat on as as being a reason for not liking the movie right right it is um it is it is interesting i also appreciated how um they have incorporated uh ruth handler into the movie she mm -hmm. makes uh her her character makes several appearances to guide barbie through this conflict of uh finding out uh a different world and, mm -hmm. and how to navigate through that change. And and one statement around there is Barbie struggling on how to adapt, um, how to handle change in the real world versus Barbie land. It's a bit of a crisis, uh, identity crisis. Um, and, uh, and she says, the creator, she says, you know, I created you, but this was never about perfection. Um, mm -hmm. It was about... Um, finding yourself transforming through many different stages and this was never about perfection and I think that's another um, controversial thing surrounding uh, Barbie kind of um, and, and its likes where um, things are perfect mm -hmm. um, and trying to aspire to achieve that state of perfection um, only sets us up for failure it's just perfection does not exist um, and just coming to terms with that and embracing that there will be ups and downs, there will be struggles, there will be perfect days and less than perfect days, and that's all okay. Um, mm -hmm. I thought that was a great uh, message as well. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think they did a lot with her character. And, and the other line that really stuck with me, and this was, it pulled on my heartstrings when I heard it. It said, um, she basically says, hey, we mother stand still so our daughters can look back and see how far they've come. Mm -hmm. And I think in so many ways that line like hits the heart of a of a mother who um may have worked in the home or worked outside of the home because there were many many sacrifices that women have made and of course, you know, with in some cases, a lot of support from their husbands, right? Right. But it still does not, or they were, you know, even single moms who may or may not have had support from their family members doing this. But that line in itself was just like, wow, like she's really right. And it just, um, I don't know, it just took me to a place that I didn't expect to go in a Barbie movie. <laughs> yes. Yes, I am almost about to go get myself a Barbie doll. I mean, uh, <laughs> it's just a symbolic. I'm about to put it on my desk and look at this Barbie doll, you know, as I continue to navigate uh, life, career, and, and everything else. Uh, growing up, I had a baby doll. I did not have a Barbie. It was mm -hmm. actually too expensive at the time. It wasn't uh, within reach for where I was with my family. So I had a baby doll. And then I had a giant pink panther. Like, I would travel <laughs> with this pink panther uh, in public transportation. I 
love this Pink Panther. That's so awesome. Pink, you know, speaks to me. And uh, maybe my time has come now um, to, um, you know, look a whole lot more deeply in this uh, whole Barbie phenomena superficially and obviously uh, more deeply. I, uh, uh, you know, I have two sons. Uh, you know, we had a lot more, um, you know, stereotypical um you know, Hot Wheels, planes, trains, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I think I think it's time for a Barbie. So let me ask you this, Christine. Uh, it's a little bit off the cuff. If you were to go buy a Barbie doll, um, which one would you pick? Like, well, what's, well, uh, what's I have, profession? I have a true confession. So before the Barbie movie... I have a friend, I have a friend who just, and it's a good, good, good friend of mine. He just had his hip done. So, you know, he's recovering and I was going to go see him and I bought him a Barbie. I bought him, um, man bun Ken. Cause I'd never oh, seen wow. I a Barbie. So I had <laughs> never seen a Barbie with a man bun. And I just was I struck not by seen it. That either. Wow. <laughs> anyway, I don't. I brought him other things besides the man <laughs> Ken. But you know, I thought equal opportunity. He's probably never owned a Barbie, and I was correct. <laughs> and I bet that he is going to remember that. That may be the highlight. <laughs> and probably that took the focus from his recovery to start thinking about why did I get this, and more importantly, what am I going to do with it. <laughs> Yeah, or maybe just, you know, maybe he needs to do an inventory of his friendships. Like, do I really want this crazy lady around me? Well, I, I, I think that is uh, that is very cool. And the other <laughs> one I am thinking about uh, getting for my husband for good fun or maybe a, a, a friend um, that says Kenuff. Can, um, yes. I, yes. Like, I like that one, too. Right. I know. I'm, I was thinking also about all the Kens in the world, you know, now... <laughs> Now that uh, the Barbie movie has gotten so much visibility and I can just imagine cocktail parties, you know, hey, are you Ken enough? (laughs) Yes, are you Ken enough? Yes. Yes, that's right. That's right. So um, I... um... Uh, I am evolving my uh, party conversation track. Um, so a favorite uh, question, a little nerdy that I ask sometimes, not all the time, sometimes I, I say, you know, what part of your job or your life would you like AI to help you? Mm. And people are like, oh, that's interesting. You know, I would like it to, uh, I don't know, do this administrative task for me. So so the other question, though, that I'm now adding on is what kind of Barbie, you know, would you want to buy or design or create? And uh, with you, Christine, I can also see the um, um, art, artistic Barbie, the art, <laughs> yeah. uh, yes. the painter, the painter Barbie. I don't know if that exists or not, um, but, you know, that's the other thing. I think if we really think about all the different hats we wear in our lives, that would be a lot of Barbies. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And then thinking back on the movie, you also had Alan, who was the like less interesting Ken. Yes, yes. I, I mean, we got to do something for the Allens out there, too. Like they yes. might, <laughs> might feel a little dejected, but we still love all the Allens in our lives. Yes, yes, that's right. <laughs> I mean, it, it is it is so interesting. There are a lot of moments there we are laughing, uh, but at the same time, um, it is the truth that we have been living with. And the particular scene that uh, I am referring to is uh, sort of in the beginning of the movie where the uh, Barbies are on the sand volleyball 
court. You know, they are playing sand volleyball on the beach and the Kens are cheering on the side. They are cheerleaders. And we're like, oh, we're laughing. That's like really weird and interesting because it would generally be the other way around. Um, so and then you start wondering, you know, why and how did we do that? What if it weren't this way? Um, so it, it's just, uh, you know, making you think like that and sparking that conversation, even if it comes from a place of negativity. You know, I would prefer positivity and good humor. But even if it is negativity, I think the fact that it's forcing a conversation to a certain extent is is very good um so we also went to see oppenheimer because we want to mm -hmm. balance right yep. so um very different of course genre uh mm -hmm. fascinating we uh, saw it too yeah we we saw yeah, that first but i have to tell you i'm talking and thinking a lot more about barbie than oppenheimer <laughs> i don't know what that says about me uh, uh -huh. you know ju ju judge if you may about the intellect but i have to tell you the layers of meaning and experience in that in this particular movie really spoke to me mm -hmm. um so it's 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 pretty fascinating i think the art of storytelling um that um makes it fun but also conveys uh, a sort of messages up for debate right you don't have to agree with any of this uh, mm -hmm. up for debate um i think it's uh, it's masterful um i do hope there is a barbie 2 or something like that we'll see oh i'm sure there is i mean with this level of success yes i mean and as you've said there's you know an opportunity for more products and and all of that. So this is not the last of, of Barbie <laughs> by any stretch. Yeah, exactly. So as we wind down, um, what final thoughts, um, reflections uh, do we have? Yeah, well, I guess, you know, when you're looking at these opportunities to to learn and just have fun, one point of advice is you know, don't judge the book by its cover. I think when I went to the Barbie movie with a bunch of girlfriends, I looked around the theater, there was one guy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I was like, wow, that's that's kind of amazing. And hopefully there's more men that are open-minded enough to see the movie like your husband. Um, I think that's I think that's great. I think we should encourage that and just encourage a conversation around it. Yeah. It is um absolutely. I think um uh, I think you said it well, Christine. Um, I think Barbie is definitely more than just entertainment, and it is really mm -hmm. hard to convey that. Now, um, I convinced my husband to go. He was being a good sport, um, <laughs> and uh, I, I offered I'll buy him drinks, etc. And he's like, okay, fine. But then he, <laughs> food he and drinks he usually was, he goes was, a long way. <laughs> yes, he was laughing so hard, uh, and uh, he, he and he was really rooting for the cans. That was pretty clear. Um, and then you know, I tried to convince my two sons you know, grown-up sons to go see the movie. They're like, Mom, you are absolutely crazy. There is no way we are going to go see Barbie movie. We are not going to come anywhere close to that. So so it's work in progress. Um, right. And, and my, maybe my 20, 20, 22-year-old son said the same exact thing. It's, oh, you're just going to wait till it comes on streaming services? He's like, nope, not watching it then either. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. 
that's right. That's right. Um, but I think, um, you know, uh, I um, challenge and encourage us to all think differently um, and go maybe experience something that we wouldn't have had otherwise um, mm -hmm. and uh, may even be delighted in the process of discovery. And uh, find that maybe this was fun and thought provoking after all. And I think that all goes through the theme of embracing uh, new experiences and uh, opening ourselves up for um, something that we typically uh, wouldn't have done. And, and probably, you know, it's a little bit easier than uh, skydiving and, uh, you know, those kinds of, uh, you know, bigger adventures. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And if and if Barbie's not your thing, then maybe just think about coming to join us in Costa Rica in May. <laughs> yes, we will be showing Barbie while you are ziplining. <laughs> that will be an optional activity. No, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. You can bring your own movie, but I bet uh, we won't have time to watch any movies because uh, we are going to experience um, not only amazing um, adventures, uh, but Think a little bit about uh, sustainability and the future of our planet and enjoy the beauty of Costa Rica. And uh, there may be some pink drinks uh, at standby. Uh, there will be a variety. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So I guess we've covered Barbie in, in pretty good detail. Um, likely time to sign off just to remind our listeners to give us a few reviews or w at least one review, I should say. <laughs> give us a review so others can discover the podcast. We would certainly appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you, Christine. Till the next time. All right. Take care, everyone. Thank you for listening. Our hope is to spark a little joy, inspire, and educate our listeners in ways to live an even more meaningful life. If you have reactions to share from what you've heard, please visit our website, refirement.life, to leave a voice message. You may even be featured in a future episode. To keep in touch, subscribe to our podcast, Refirement Life, using the podcast player of your choice. Always remember, you are never too old to set a new goal or to dream a new dream. Thanks again for joining us on this episode. Until next time.